Welcome to the Boutique Hotel News podcast. Here we share the latest news, comment and opinion from across the boutique, luxury and lifestyle sectors, along with thought-provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name's Eloise Hansen, news editor at BHN and host of this week's episode. Today I'm speaking with Jordan Bem, founder and CEO of Mo Living, about the creation of a hotel room that can be moved in relation to seasonal demand the company's launch later this year, as well as Jordan's vision and expansion plans. Jordan, thank you for joining me on the Boho News podcast. And I am curious to hear more about Mo Living. So please, can you introduce yourself and tell us more about Mo Living? Thank you for having me. My name is Jordan Bem. I'm the CEO of Mo Living and founder as well. So Mo Living is a nomadic hospitality solution what we've created in Mo Living is the best case use of real estate. So if we back into the best case use of real estate, we would figure out that hotels are generally what generate the most dollars per square foot. Uh, and if we look at hotels specifically, we can also look at the seasonal space where they generate the most dollars in the shortest amount of time. So what we created is a hotel room that could actually move from destination to destination. The idea is having hotels with expandable and shrinkable inventory or adjustable inventory in order to accommodate the seasonal aspect of the hotel space. For example, if you take a look, since we're based in New York, the Hamptons, which is a very hot destination in the summertime, imagine that we have 100 keys in the Hamptons throughout the summer, but we would know that after October, there's only demand for 20 rooms during the winters, the winter months. So what we would do is take those 80 keys and move them to another one of our hotels where the demand actually exists. So any mountain destination, for example, that's what Mo Living is. And I'd like to know what inspired you to create what you might call a hotel on wheels. What are you responding to in the market? So the idea popped up when I was in a seasonal destination actually near New York. And we realized that hotel rooms and service was not up to par in seasonal locations. So we backed into the exercise of why and realized that since it's only open four months out of the year, there were issues in regards to staff. There was issues in regards to maintenance because an empty hotel room is the worst type of a hotel room, not only on a financial standpoint, but also on a maintenance standpoint because the AC is not running or the heat's not running, there's cracking and so on. But what we did realize is that in those seasonal markets, there was great opportunity for very high ADR and very high occupancy. So we started with the idea of what if we can actually make a hotel move? And that was about three and a half years ago. It took us about three and a half years to develop a product that was specifically tailored to our needs and tailored towards hospitality. And uh, now we're here. Can you tell us more about the actual engineering of the of each unit, of each key? Yeah, so we start with the chassis where we include all of our MEPs inside the chassis in order to create rigidity. So we have the latest lithium batteries, we have holding tanks, so black, fresh, and uh, gray water tanks. So 
uh, fresh water is of course your shower water. Gray water would be the water that's taken from the shower and the black water would be your sewage water. That creates rigidity throughout the, throughout the chassis. After that, we build on top of the chassis our hotel room. So we build with green steel, proximity wood, and the soon sit panels. It makes me wonder whether we might start seeing um, pop-up spas or what about co-working units where a hotel can add that space for the revenue and then remove it as they see fit. There's a huge amount of opportunities. When we started this uh, project, a lot of people, including major electricity companies, reached out to us, especially for COVID. Uh, one of the companies that reached out to us said it would be fantastic to modify your units in order to create two offices so we can put them in uh, the parking lot of malls. There are opportunities everywhere, whether it's FEMA, whether it's other things I can't really discuss for the moment. But what we want to do right now is take care of the hospitality space. As I always say, you can't build Blackstone on day one. So we want to highly focus on hospitality space, be the best that we can be. And the day that we feel that we're comfortable there, then we'll expand to other places. Mm -hmm. And how do you see this disrupting the hotel industry? If you think of how hotels traditionally operate or function, they are very much within those four walls. I don't see this truly disrupting the hospitality space if, as a whole, but what I see it is complementing the hospitality industry. What we're really providing to landowners is the ability to monetize their underutilized land. So the way it functions is we function as JV partners with every single landowner. Landowner provides land and some minor permanent infrastructure Whereas us, Mo Living, provide the units at our cost, which since it's at our cost, gives us the ability to move them from site to site. Mm -hmm. so the big issue that we see in seasonal markets is generally financing. And if you go to a bank in seasonal locations, usually local banks, and tell them that you want 25, $50 million or so on in order to develop a hotel, odds are, they'll probably say no. But if you come to them with a company like Mo Living that would say, hey, Mo Living is going to put 50% of the cost as they're bringing in their rooms. So the check that the bank has to do is much lower. Then obviously there's direct interest. And I'm wondering whether you see or foresee any competition within the space with this project or venture that you are launching? With anything, there's always going to be competition. Where we see ourselves today is a hybrid between mobility and luxury. Mm. On the luxury side, the Four Seasons, Amman, Six Senses, all fantastic hotel groups. And on the other side in the mobility, the getaways and the auto camps of the world. Do we eventually see competition in our business model? Absolutely. With anything that works, we're, someone's going to try and squeeze in. And we welcome it because that only shows us that our concept and our way of seeing the hospitality space is something that's sufficient. Mm -hmm. 
I'm certainly seeing a lot of hoteliers now look to see how they can diversify their operations and look to either increase that revenue stream or increase the likelihood of financing through additional revenue streams. Um, and it will be certainly exciting to see how your company is going to develop in the next five years or so and who you are going to be partnering with. And on those two points, Jordan, I would like to ask yourself, what is your vision for the company over the next five years? How do you see Mo Living evolve? We'd see ourselves hopefully having a lot of sites throughout the United States and expanding rapidly internationally, starting with Europe, then going east. That's what we'd see today. Well, keep me updated and certainly keep Absolutely. me in the loop with your progress. And I'm wondering what is it that you look for in a hotel partner? And one can only assume here that it does it have to be a hotel that has the space and the grounds necessary to accommodate Mo Living units? Or are you looking for, as you mentioned earlier, just land owners that can provide the space? So today we're only looking for landowners because our Mo Living units come encumbered with our management services. So in comparison to any large hotel group that I mentioned prior, we bring the management services, the reservation system, the marketing setup, but where we really differ from everyone else is we actually bring the units. So key money, for example, is something that a lot of hoteliers know about or hotel owners where the hotel advances funds to the developer. What we do is take key money to the next level. And you touched earlier, Jordan, on um, future locations, particularly mm -hmm. internationally and um, looking at Europe as one of your first destinations to expand into. But is there a specific market within Europe that you are attracted to? I'm seeing a lot of investment activity at the moment in Spain and Portugal, for example. And I just wonder whether this correlates with what you're looking for? Spain and Portugal are definitely in our target zone. That way, France as well, Italy as well, all the major destinations for tourism. Where we want to be located in the United States, for example, is ideally an hour and a half to four hours outside a major city or in proximity to national parks. Mm -hmm. Where we would want to be in Europe is in the prime locations for tourism. Sort of the same thing as uh, what we're looking for in the United States. It's very early to tell though, because as I said prior, we would like to develop the concept as much as we can in the United States before evolving to, um, to Europe and to MENA. Mm -hmm. I'm um, seeing more or hearing more conversation around catering to the domestic tourism market first and foremost, because 99% of the time say if anything in the future should happen like it has over the last 18 months, you can largely bet that the domestic market or that drive to market is going to be. Absolutely. I mean, we do say that we're pandemic proof and we're economic recession proof because an economic recession or pandemic uh, favorizes local travel. But 
you know, I live in Manhattan, for example, and the market has rebounded tremendously. But what comes with a major hub or gateway city is tension, mm. stress, work. People need an escape. We're providing people a true escape. What Mo Living is, is an oxymoron. We're providing people the ability to be in nature while being in the comfort of a five-star hotel. The way we build and the idea of having a total modular unit is extremely self-sustainable. I mean, we use green steel, we use proximity wood, we're powered by solar if, if need be. We could be plugged into the grid or totally off the grid. As we come onto sites, we have self-leveling jacks. So we don't have to be anchored into the ground. So as our units come and go, our units don't affect the ground that's actually on. And I think that's something that's truly different from everyone else. A lot of people and a lot of hotel groups talk about uh, sustainability, but what we do is take it actually to the next level. As a matter of fact, we're opening our first hotel called Hurley House in uh, December, January of this year. And we're actually going to be utilizing the uh, expandable and shrinkable inventory or adjustable inventory, in the sense that we're going to be opening with a smaller amount of rooms because it's going to be low in the season and do a grand opening closer to summertime as season peaks. Mm -hmm. well Best of luck with the launch. I look forward to hearing further insights from you later, Jordan, and do enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much for taking part. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Thanks for listening to the Boutique Hotel News podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to boutiquehotelnews.com and sign up to our twice-weekly newsletter.